This is a special AONL podcast as we speak with session presenters from the AONL 2023 conference. With me is Jennifer Orban. She is the Director of Nursing and Deb Roppers, Chief Nursing Executive at Guthrie Healthcare System as we talk about rise from the ashes of a pandemic, changing care models, changing cultures. And this podcast is brought to you by Teladoc Health. Teladoc Health was an early innovator of comprehensive virtual care within the hospital, including a state-of-the-art inpatient virtual nursing solution. Its powerful platform provides staff immediate contact with patients, helping improve operational efficiencies, patient access, staff satisfaction, and clinical outcomes. Discover the power of virtual nursing at teladochealth.com slash virtual nursing. This is Today in Nursing Leadership, a podcast from the American Organization for Nursing Leadership. I'm Bill Klaproth. Jen and Deb, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Bill, for having us. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, we're excited thanks. to be here. Well, I've, I'm excited to talk to you about this. So, Deb, let me start with you. What is the compelling leadership issue or the problem that your session addresses? We do not have enough nurses. Okay. <laughs> the supply and demand of nurses today is at an all-time high, and we are all fighting over the same pool, and it is not meeting our needs. So we are coming up with innovation and different ways to do this. So the nursing shortage really is, uh, as we all know, has been very problematic. Correct. Yeah. So, Jen, let me ask you this then. For somebody like you, and congratulations, Director of Nursing, I understand congratulations are in order. For someone to follow your path or try to understand what you've learned or uncovered, what are the key things to remember for that nurse leader? Yeah, as Deb mentioned, innovation is huge, right? So looking at different opportunities to do something differently. And so with our new care model, Team Nursing, it was an opportunity to come in and try something new and different for our organization. And it really paid off. And as a new leader starting, and, and if this is something that you would want to do at your organization, my suggestion is to start with the research part, understanding the scope of practice for your state and those key roles that every person can play in this model is really important. Yeah, I think that's really well said. So start with the research. And you mentioned uh, your new care model, team nursing. Jen, can you go into that a little bit more? What did you exactly do or the specifics of this new strategy or program? Yep. So we originally had primary nursing where an RN is responsible for a group of patients. And so we brought LPNs back into the acute care setting. And so with that, the LPN and the RN are paired together to take care of their group of patients. And it really did allow us a lot more flexibility in our staffing plans. And more importantly, it brought more hands on deck to take care of our patients. And that's something new then? Most LPNs aren't brought in and married like that? Is that true with correct. RNs? That's correct? Correct. So several years back, LPNs were really taken out of the acute care setting. And this was an opportunity to kind of bring them back in and reteach them and excite them about the acute care arena and get those skills that they learned in school back. So it really was a great opportunity for our LPNs, our fellow nurses, to come in and grow professionally. Yeah, Deb, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, so we needed more hands to care for our patients. We were leaving patients in emergency rooms and not allowing them care because we didn't have enough nurses to care for them. 
allowing the LPN to come in and partner with an RN, it's, it's more hands and we are really seeing great patient outcomes because we have more nurses to actually give the hands-on care. Yeah, can you talk more about the results or the outcomes of this? What have you seen? I know you just mentioned a little bit of it, but give us more in-depth of what you've seen. So originally when we had implemented this model, we actually started with a trial unit. We really wanted to make sure that we were making the best decision for our patients and for our teams. So we had a 20-bed med surge unit, and we started with this care model, and very, very quickly we saw huge changes, huge changes in our staff's demeanor. They were excited to come to work. They were excited to have a partner in crime. And they would actually, the RNs would fight over who got to be partnered with an LPN that day, which was really exciting because they felt like they always had built-in support. You know, nursing, and especially during a pandemic, can be extremely isolating, right? And in a pandemic where you have to stay six feet apart and you have to isolate, you know, it can be very daunting for a nurse who is all by herself and has all these patients and all these things to do and they're drowning. And so the team model really does help give additional support for them where they always have a second set of eyes, a buddy to talk to, somebody to relieve them for breaks, right? A nurse taking a lunch break, are you kidding me? And so (laughs) the outcomes that we saw, we saw huge improvement in our team engagement, our staff satisfaction, year over year, our patient experience really did, again, improve year over year. The patients loved it. Mm. They loved having two nurses for the price of one, right? (laughs) Right. Literally, they were so excited when they found out, what do you mean I got two nurses today? And so we saw that in our results. Quality metrics, we watched all of our quality metrics. Again, year over year, we saw improvement. We started this in 2020. We're now three years in and have three years worth of data. Our falls, our falls were reduced year over year. And that was huge, right? We had more hands and more people to take care of our patients. So it really did, those quality metrics aligned with that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Thank you, Deb. So the exciting thing is then we looked at it at this facility in the trial and we decided that's it. We're going across our whole system. So then we deployed this at each one of our entities. We immediately were like, how are we going to recruit these nurses to partner with us? And we went out and Jen did a phenomenal job of hitting every LPN school and we were able to attain 60 nurses in 30 days. Wow. So three months. I'm That's sorry. amazing. We were able to attain 60 nurses in three months. And we have since then just continued to bring in those nurses. And think about nursing care hours. Again, a team, it has just been phenomenal on our patient outcomes. Yeah, well, I can uh, hear and see because I'm talking with you the passion that you have for this and how excited you are about this, which I think is just great what you've done for sure. So overall, as a nurse leader, someone listening to this, what would you say is the key takeaway for them to remember? Jen, I'll start with you. Definitely understanding the scope, understanding what everybody can and cannot do is very, very important. We do not want scope creep. We want to make sure that everybody is doing everything to give the best quality care to our patients and that they're trained to do. So that is a big piece of it. The flexibility that this model provides with staffing, I didn't mention with the outcomes, but 
we took from the trial unit, we went from a 40% vacancy to zero. Wow. Zero. We have eliminated all agency staff on that trial unit back starting in 2020 and have remained without any travelers or agency use on that unit, which is huge. And we saw those same results at the system level with a huge reduction in our agency costs and salary costs on top of that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that in because the flexibility, you have to build the model for your organization knowing the sizes of each of the departments is huge because it doesn't make sense on every single unit or every area. Majority of them, yes, it does. But I learned, we learned that throughout this process. So understanding the size of the project or the size of the implementation and what that model looks like for your organization is really important. Mm-hmm. Deb, how about you? So for me, it's an answer to all of the things that keep us awake at night. You know, knowing that patients can be harmed in our care and anything to do to prevent that. And the more people caring for them, obviously, is going to reduce those risks. I would share with you that people practicing at the top of their scope, it's teamwork. It is teamwork. We do it with providers. And then we just add this clinical team that all works together. And I'm really proud. We're now adding virtual nursing on top of that. Okay. So clinicians that are not on the sites that are actually able to give clinical care based off of all of their monitoring of our patients. And it's almost like a phone a friend. So we know we have inexperienced clinicians today and these virtual nurses can step in and help. They can call and say, hey, I'd love to see you do this. Why don't you try this? And we are just implementing those models and seeing great results with that also. Wow, that is great to hear. So thank you for sharing that. Really good information. So as we wrap up, thank you both. This has really been informative, and I know people are really going to enjoy what you've had to say. Any additional thoughts you want to add before we end? Jen, we'll start with you. I think, you know, for me, it comes back to, again, the culture shift that we saw with this. You know, as I mentioned before, being a nurse can be extremely isolating, right? And you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. That's how it feels sometimes. And so to have that additional support and friend at all times while you're working, while the most critical times are happening in your patient's life, right? The most tragic circumstances. We saw this resiliency that was born out of this model and the support and the love and the connections that these those team members mm-hmm. made with each other. I think it was an outcome we never anticipated, but we definitely feel blessed that we were able to create this. Yeah, I like how you call that a culture shift. And Deb, final thoughts from you. Anything you want to add? So from an executive level, financially, this makes sense. Mm. This is something that actually really helps our healthcare organizations recoup some of the monies that were lost during the pandemic. And I really think teamwork is dream work, right? It is people enjoy coming to work because they're working with their colleagues and It's fun. It is bringing joy back into the workplace at a time when we need it more than ever. So true. So very true. And I love that. Teamwork makes the dream work. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jen and Deb, thank you so much for your time today. This has been great. Thank Thank you, you, Bill. Thanks for having us. You bet. And for more information, please visit AONL.org. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels. And check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Today in Nursing Leadership. Thanks for listening.